Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with your boy Ray G, and I appreciate you being here this Monday. We got to start the week off right. What's going on? Everybody in the comments, who we got? Who we got in the building? Who we got in the building? Brandon, Austin, Mike, Mr. Bearcat, Travis, Brandon, Ty in the building. Our girl Joe always here every single damn day. Appreciate you, Joe. Danny, AJ, the Foxman. I haven't seen the Foxman in here before. Uh, we got uh, we got Mike Anderson always in the building. Marlon, Chris, So, Rojo, Fish. Man, appreciate y'all tapping in with your boy this morning. It's going to be a good one. going to be a good one. NFL, NFL, NFL all the time. This past weekend, we didn't see uh, we didn't see a lot of blockbuster shit go down. Uh, we had a couple of uh, of small signings that may have some big impact on some players uh, that we'll tap into. We're going to look at a four round uh, NFL mock draft from Chad Reuter from NFL.com. This is a very interesting one, and we are going to use this a couple of times this week for some unique and interesting exercises that we have planned for you all. But let me bring in the co-host of this bad boy, my good friend, Jay Rich. How you doing, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? It's been a, a long weekend, but at least I didn't get smacked in the face, right? Um, oh, that's pretty much how it's been going this weekend. But honestly, man, I'm excited. You know, the NFL, ever-changing landscape. It's been a crazy offseason so far. But I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to get into this mock because there's just so many implications. Four rounds, players we've been touting, sleepers, breakouts, just Every which one is going to be in this mock, or most of them will be in this mock. So I'm excited to go through it today with you, and excited for all the people here this morning. It's, it's yeah, going we got to be some, a good week, and I'm we excited got some for first, it. We got some first-timers. Andrew Chang said it's his first time being able to tune in live, man. I don't know if you live far east or far west, if it's real early or mad late, but either way, uh, we appreciate you tapping in. If you're in the building, so hit the subscribe button, thumbs up, like the content, comment on YouTube. Helps the algorithm. We actually just hit 13K today, 13 13K, yes, 13K. If, if one of y'all sons of you know what's unsubscribed to get us below and I'm going to be pissed off, but neither here nor there, we appreciate y'all tapping in every single day. Yeah, um, I, I was going to ask you, Jay, did you do anything interesting over the weekend? I did nothing. Uh, kids t-ball game, uh, went out to lunch with the fam yesterday, but the weekends are never long enough, man. I woke up and I was like, damn. It's already Monday. You know, Mondays come quick, man. Did you do anything interesting? The one thing interesting that I did decide to do, and I know you're not a big Marvel superhero comic book fan. I am. That's right. So I decided to go back and I'm rewatching the Marvel universe, but in timeline order. 
So, you know, that okay. all the movies came out random as hell, right? But they don't really flow in order. So I went all the way back to the first Captain America, and I'm watching them in timeline order. Uh, I'm enjoying it, like, especially that I've seen it all the way through now multiple yeah. times. But now that I'm going back and watching it in order of how it was supposed to be done, it's pretty damn cool. So that's probably, like, the most interesting thing that happened with me over the weekend. Did you do anything fun? No, I was unfortunately, uh, I was grinding the NBA model that we are yeah. building right now. That was most of it. And then uh, I watched The Last Dance. I rewatched it last night as I was, you know, doing more modeling and graphic stuff for the show this week. And uh, I was thinking to myself, like, what what would our last dance look like? And how damn long do I have to wake up with you just to get to that point? Yeah. I don't know. But ho hopefully it never comes because this show is the bright spot of my weeks and uh, i hope it is for all of you as well because honestly we do our best to put on a good show and we uh, just have fun out here man so no last dance coming for us anytime soon nah no time soon no time soon uh but jay there were a couple of signings go ahead and tell us uh who got signed and where they went so most people were going to kansas city it seems like because they need players and the two big ones that we didn't talk about last week were marquez valdez scantling and ronald jones so what does this mean for juju and what does this mean for kelsey probably nothing in my opinion but ronald jones signing kind of makes the landscape in for running back kind of murky we have claude Gilaire. we know we have jarek mckinnon I, I don't know man are they going to draft a running back now probably not do we believe the answer is on the roster Probably not. Can the three kind of combine to be a decent, capable player? Maybe. Uh, outside of that, I, I don't really know what to expect. Like, like again, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, fine receiver with Aaron Rodgers. He's playing with another Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Ugh. Is he going to be any better? I don't know. We still know the Chiefs need receivers, and they will likely address it in the draft, and you will see what they choose to do in this mock draft. But outside of that, I'm not seeing a ton. You know, I saw Greg Zerline went to the Jets, so your Cowboys are looking for a new kicker now. Mm -hmm. But not a ton, which is good, man. The, the news cycle in the NFL has been crazy. I'm just happy we had a tamed weekend. We can actually take time to digest what's going on instead of brand new breaking news breaking the Internet every single week. So uh, hopefully this week is a little bit better. We can, you know, really grind in some tape. Start getting some clarity because with all these pro days, it seems like things are still changing in the NFL. And we thought what hey, we knew before with the rookies, and now you you are going oh. you are you are going long on this Ronald Jones MVS signing. You don't listen, man. Let me tell you something. What wise advice for everybody out there? One of my bosses a long time ago told me, "Listen, when I ask you a question, just tell me the time. I don't need to know how the clock was built. Just tell me the time." Marquez Valdez-Scanling and Ronald Jones signed to the Chiefs. What does this mean for us in fantasy? It's funny because we talked about last week, I was saying that the Kansas City offense has not looked the same since they had Kareem Hunt in the backfield running the ball. Now, they went and signed to number 27, who was not Kareem Hunt, but I, I think he's probably better between the tackles than Clyde. Realistically, I think Ronald Jones is probably better than Clyde Edwards-Alaire between the tackles. This is just a messy backfield. It's been messy since they lost Kareem Hunt. They have not found a guy. It's not Clyde. Daryl Williams is gone. Jarek McKinnon's a free agent. They bring in Ronald Jones. He's probably a better damn running back than Clyde. Probably neither we want in fantasy, but, you know, at cost, if Clyde is still going, I think rounds, I think somebody said between like round seven and nine and Ronald Jones much later. It's um. This is this is not good. This is this is not good. I we'll see how it uh how it plays out. It looks like uh somebody got somebody got ripped by um 
by Matt Kelly. I saw somebody. Is it Mike Anderson? Mike Anderson got ripped by Michael Ke- by Matt Kelly. If you need me to talk to the prof, father, I can holler at him for you, man. It's good people. It's good people. And then Nick says, I see OGQ liking Lisa Ann tweets. Me and Lisa cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa Ann is cool, man. Um, she's she's a really cool person, man. So got to got to, you know, have her acquaintance with her through the fantasy space. Uh she's a dope individual, man. So yeah, I, I rock with Lisa and support everything she's doing. So um that's dope. And Mike said, yeah, he did get roasted by Pat uh Chad uh by <laughs> Chad Kelly. Not Chad Kelly, Matt Kelly. So that's good, man. It's so, Matt it's a, Kelly. It's a it's a rite of passage getting ripped by the podfather, man. It's all good. He's good people's good love. But yeah, we got a mock to get to. Uh, Ronald Jones, CEH, we spent way too much time on that. You probably don't want either of them um, for fantasy purposes. It wouldn't even shock me if damn Ronald Jones beat out Clyde edwards Lair as bad as he's been. Uh, but we got a mock by Chad Reuter from NFL.com. And this is like, uh, this would be like best case scenario fantasy mock. If this, if the NFL draft were to take place, like the mock that we're about to see right now, this would be absolute banana land Best case scenario for the rookies that we love. I don't care if it's single quarterback, super flex. Jay, this was a good mock you pulled. And like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to use these landing spots to do a rookie draft based on draft capital and landing spots. And for everybody out there, I've got over the weekend, I don't know why so many, I was getting so many tweets and questions about rankings, right? And my my rankings that I put out. Like, let's be clear. OGQ has no rankings yet. I have film grades. Zero ranks have come out. Um, the only ranking that I think, uh, call it premature, but it's it's going to happen. Brees Hall is going to be the first running back drafted. He's probably going to be drafted the highest of all, all the however many running backs are going to get drafted. He's going to be RB1. So I don't have to wait for the draft. Like, I just know... What the model is going to do, Brees Hall is going to be RB1. But I do not have any rankings for any positions at this point in time. They're all film grades. Once I receive the draft capital, I have a model, like a real spreadsheet that you punch numbers into, and then it spits out something else. Once I get the draft capital for all of the the fantasy-relevant players, uh, me and Jordan Backus will plug those into the model. It will spit out a final film combined draft capital grade based on historical data, based on hit rate data, based on a lot of numbers, then it will give me my score. Then I will have final rankings. So just for everybody out there, if you're watching, consuming the content, and you're wondering where I have these players ranked, they are all just, they're all just film grades at this point in time. And one of the things that I want to do moving forward is I'm going to be very mindful of talking about who's RB1, wide receiver one. I'm just talking about these players in terms of tiers. So kind of made a tweet this past weekend looking ahead to the 2023 class. My tier one running backs in that class right now, Bijan Robinson, Sean Tucker, and Jameer Gibbs. Bijan probably will be RB1 in 2023. That's probably going to happen, but don't want to speak in certainties because we don't know what can happen. But that's tier one in 2023. And Jay and I talked, I think in the next couple of weeks, we'll start taking a look at the 2023 class from the quarterback position, wide receiver, running back to really start putting players with, uh, you know, kind of getting them on your radar as to what to expect next year, right? Everybody, I'm already starting to see. We, we talked about the 2023 class being uh, the, the next version of 2020. We'll see. I already see some people out there kind of talking about the 2023 class and it maybe not being 
what it should be, yada yada yada. But that that's what we got going on uh, pretty soon. What are we? What are, what is everyone laughing at in the chat? Oh, I'm bro, assuming, I am I'm dying. Assuming, oh my god, guys, do not taint AJ. He's a he's a clean soul. He he's asking about Lisa Ann. He's saying who is Lisa Ann, and you know, Mike Michael said in she's the chat, dope people, man. A classy she's dope. lady. She's then dope AJ people, said she's, she's fantasy dope related. Bro. And she's Hot Rock Nation people. said she kind of is fantasy related. She's good people. And I'll leave she's, it at that. Was, she's good, good people, man. Sure. She's good people. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about none of that. She's good people, man. She, she's, she's a really cool individual, and she's doing dope things. And uh, happy for all the success she's having right now um, in her career. So let's get into the mock Chad Reuters mock NFL.com. Let's pull it up. And go through round one. And, I mean, as soon as I put it on the screen, we're off and running. Like, there is no – we're off and running. As soon as we get it up, uh, let's move me to the side just a little bit, Jay. Let's get you in the picture. And let's uh, let's go through the mock. So, here we go. Based on this mock, we do have the Detroit Lions going quarterback with Malik Willis at two. Malik Willis, number two. And then we got a projected trade with the Texans. So the Atlanta Falcons and the Houston Texans make a trade, and the Falcons take their quarterback of the future, which we all know it will not be Marcus Mariota, and they go with the Pitt Panther, Kenny Pickett, at number three overall. So in the top three, we have Malik Willis and then Kenny Pickett to the Atlanta Falcons. The Jets go with an athletic edge rusher right there. Then we get Evan Neal to the Giants, and oh, would you look at this? At number six overall, we get Matt Corral. So within the first six picks, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, and Matt Corral. All off the board. QB1, QB2, and Matt Corral coming off the board as QB3 in this mock. Let's just let's just go a little further. I just I just want to get excited. Let's go a little bit further. All right, the Giants go Evan Neal, then they go Kyle Hamilton, a little too high for safety in my opinion, but the Giants go Kyle Hamilton. Texans get Kayvon Thibodeau. They go back to the days where they took Mario Williams ahead of Vince Young and Reggie Bush, and they go back to defensive end and get, I believe, the best edge rusher in the class in Kayvon Thibodeau. Icky Ekwanu falls to Seattle at nine. What a great, what a great, uh, what a great ad for the Seahawks. They need some offensive line help. Jordan Davis, they trade up with the Jets. Uh, Jordan Davis goes to the Eagles because they traded up with the Jets in this mock uh, to pair with Fletcher Cox in the middle, making that NFC East team even better with Jordan Davis. And there we go. Wide receiver one off of the board, Drake London. Drake London to the Washington Commanders. There you go. Carson Wentz uh, gets a, a running mate with Terry McLaurin. So you get Drake London. Uh, he's got success with USC wide receivers in the past uh, for a year. Michael Pittman Jr. So he gets Drake London and Carson Wentz in Washington. And we will stop at the 112 because we get another quarterback off of the board. Not one, not two. Not three, but four quarterbacks in the first round of this mock within the first 12 picks. And it's Desmond Ritter, who the Pittsburgh Steelers traded up with the Vikings to select Desmond Ritter at 12. So, Jay, let's just let's just talk through this real quick. Uh, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And listen, everyone's saying, everybody's saying there's no way, no way this can happen. Pittsburgh has Mitch Trubisky. There's a way. All right. Uh, who else? The uh, the Panthers have Sam Darnold. There's a way. The Atlanta Falcons have Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> There's a way. 
And the Detroit Lions have Jared Goff. There are ways for all of these teams to take quarterbacks. Will it happen? I don't know. But at this point in time, everybody's guess is as good as the next person. I don't think anybody knows what the hell is going to happen during the NFL draft. But I will just say there's absolutely a way for these four teams to take quarterbacks. Do they take them this high? Maybe you got to do it, right? Maybe in a weak draft class, they're like, F it. Like, let's just go get a quarterback and hope for the best. So, Jay, let's just talk about these these quarterbacks. Drake London off of the board here at 11. What are you liking? What are you disliking for fantasy purposes? How would this – let's just say the quarterbacks, man. Desmond Ritter, yeah. Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, Malik Willis, all go top 12. Is Ritter a, uh, is Ritter a top 10 pick in rookie Superflex drafts? Top 10? Yeah, top 10. That's probably should be. I don't know if I could quite get there, but he probably should be when you really like if we're just being honest, if he's a top 12 pick, he should probably be a top 12 fantasy pick at the lead at the least for me. But the problem for me is I don't like any of these landing spots. I, I think mm. there would be an argument that Matt Corral is the best. You know, we've said Carolina's good, but at the same time, we're like, Matt Rule, I don't know, man. Like, it's just something about Matt Rule, he's got some stink. And part of me would just be like, you know what? Malik Willis has always been kind of my top quarterback. I think he's the guy with the highest ceiling. I like him in Detroit. I like the coaching staff there. I think they would do the right things to develop him. Um, but we'll see. Corral is – he'd probably be QB2 because I don't – He's, my, don't he's, still, he's still my Q, He's still my personal QB1. Still. Still believe in Matt Corral. And listen, all I'm saying is I think the best way to prepare yourself – you know, for fantasy, for dynasty rookie drafts, it's easy to just like, oh, everybody else says it's not going to happen. So you fall into that trap and believing it. But you got to prepare yourself for every situation. When, you, when you're prepared and you're ready, you don't have to get ready, right? So prepare yourself for absolute chaos. Prepare yourself for these quarterbacks going higher than we think or we thought. Because we've seen it before, man. I, I'm, I am old enough to remember the years of Cade McCown and Achilles Smith and all these quarterbacks going higher than they probably should have, right? I've seen a world in which Rosen was a top 15 pick, EJ Manuel, Christian Ponder, Blaine Gabbert, Drake, Jake Locker, Brock Osweiler. I've seen all this shit happen years and years and years. If you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. And all I'll say about this mock is the four teams that took quarterbacks – None of them have quarterbacks. Not that you're going to build around long-term. Trubisky, Mariota, Jared Goff, and Sam Darnold are not the way. So prepare yourself. Instead of saying, this will never happen, we, what if it does? Now what do you do? And Joe says, if Corral goes top 10, I'm taking him 102. I saw somebody say if Desmond Ritter uh, you know, goes number 12 to Pittsburgh, he's a top 10 rookie draft pick in super flex leagues. Prepare that way if the unthinkable or the un- uh, the unmockable happens, you're prepared and you're ready to do work. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to take Ritter in the top 10. I don't want to take Hell him in the no. top 10. If he's top 12 in the NFL draft, oh, Does man. he beat out Mitch Trubisky, though? I think that's the ultimate question is, do we think he can beat out Trubisky? And I really don't know if he can. That's the problem. That's the problem for me. Oh, man. Nicholas Matt says, ruining Ritter time, baby. If they get if they got a shot to be a starting QB with round one draft capital, they're worth a first just for opportunity. This is the most level-headed comment and probably is the most accurate. If they get a shot 
to be the starting quarterback with draft with round one draft capital, they're worth a first. The value is there. People are trading first. Listen, I, we, we've talked about it. We've shown examples. First round picks for Sam Darnold knowing he's got awful. People have done that. Like 2023 first rounders. Give me Sam Darnold, I'll give you a first rounder. So, uh, yeah, this, this, again, best and worst case scenario for fantasy that we would have to take some of these guys. Let's continue on with the first round of this mock draft because we get another quarterback. We don't even, we don't even stop at four. We just go full, just nuclear. And Sam Howell, and again, I've been saying it. Tennessee start needs to start thinking of a secession plan for Ryan Tannehill. He's not the long-term starter of the future. There goes Sam Howell off the board to the Titans at pick 14. Sam Howell comes off the board. Five quarterbacks inside the top 15. This would be absolute chaos in rookie drafts because this would signify that at some point Sam Howell is going to get a shot to start and who knows when that time will come but let's go Sam Howell at 14 Eagles get Jermaine Johnson Sauce Gardner to the Jets they need him to cover Tyreek Hill Devontae White athletic defensive tackle the Chargers go D-line Saints sure up the offensive line and the Philadelphia Eagles get another wide receiver to pair with Devontae Smith and Garrett Wilson at pick 19 Devin Lloyd and then boom there you go. You you wanted the receiver to Kansas City. You got him. Jamison Williams with a projected trade up to the New England from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Patriots. And Jamison Williams takes his talents to Kansas City. Trevor Penning, the Green Bay Packers, disappoints you all. And they go offensive tackle to help protect Aaron Rodgers with Trevor Penning, the big Northern Iowa offensive lineman. The Arizona Cardinals get O-line help with Dion Johnson, the big guard. Cowboys getting to Kobe Dean, I'd be fine with that. The Buffalo Bills bypass running back that we all want, which will not happen. And they go Trent McDuffie to shore up that secondary. <clears throat> the Ravens with Tyler Linderbaum, love it. The Jets do get a wide receiver later. Uh, can you please not cough into the mic, Jay? Please mute yourself, coughing and making noise into the mic. Thank you. Uh, the Jets go Chris Olave, and the Green Bay Packers go with Traylon Burke. So there goes your wide receivers. So let's just talk real quick. You can unmute yourself now. Thank you for stop making noises into the mic. Get it together. I'm on a roll, and you are not. Let's go. We got Drake. You uh, need to speed this up, man. We're still in round one. Like, come on. Right. Let's this get going. Is, this, Chris Olave trades up to matters. the first round. Okay, but okay, but question for you because this is this is a, looking at this mock is my biggest issue. I love Garrett Wilson. I love the fit on the Eagles. Targets aren't there. I like the fit of Chris Olave on the Jets. I don't know how I feel about it. Then Traylon Burks, we've talked about we hate the fit for Traylon in Green Bay. Yeah. And so I think it leaves I think it leaves Drake London as the clear 101 if this were to happen. Not just from a mm. draft capital perspective, but also from a potential perspective and how I view this playing out. Again, there's a lot of high draft capital but not the best landing spots from my perspective. But Sam Howell, the Tennessee, I think he's probably a one, sitting for the first year for sure because Tannehill's not a bad quarterback and they're trying to win. Right. But it's by far to me the best situation. They really? have probably the best. Really? I think it's by far the best. I think they. I think that while I like Desmond Ritter because of the coaching in, in Pittsburgh, I think that Sam Howell's potential mixed with good coaching and the players around him is probably the best case scenario okay. for a quarterback in this draft class. Um, again, like you said, situations change, but when I know I have AJ Brown, when I know I have Derrick Henry, and they'll probably be adding, they still have Robert Woods, you know, like they, they could be doing more in this draft. We're gonna find out. But I, I do like that fit. I like the the coaching, I like everything involved, the culture. 
And so I think it'd be a great fit for Sam Howell and probably a guy I would be targeting at the back of first. So if it's between him and Ritter, I think it's a toss-up. I really do. Okay. You know, Howell's been kind of falling a bit in mocks, but if he were to go to Tennessee, I think it's a great fit. I really do. I think it's a great fit. Man, um, yeah, the, the, as you talked about it and thinking about A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, uh, didn't they get – I know it's not, you know, a big fantasy mover, but they got Austin Hooper at tight end. That'd be a good yeah. landing spot for Sam Howell, and I'm with you. He wouldn't play year one, uh, probably sit. Maybe maybe if Tannehill got banged up or, you know, they, they started him towards the end of the season just to see what he had. Garrett Wilson in Philly, I think that'd be good for um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen uh, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard. And Devontae Smith is a nice pairing. Jamison Williams to the Chiefs. We know what that would signify, that he would end up being uh, the guy soon as he got ready. 100%. Uh, he'd end up being the guy, not probably in 2022, but beyond. Pinning to Green Bay, I love that for for Aaron Rodgers. Olave to the Jets. Uh, and, and real quick, the, I think Traylon, if he goes to Green Bay, he's going to be fine, but it just... It doesn't. It doesn't seem like an Aaron Rodgers type wide receiver. Like it would seem like if Olave went to Green Bay and maybe Traylon to the Jets, maybe flip flop those spots. Maybe a little better landing spot, but neither here nor there. I meant first round wide receiver tethered to a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, that's that would have to be good for for Traylon. He got gets the offseason to work with Aaron Rodgers. Kralophilus, whatever his name is, to the Chiefs. Just glad the Cowboys didn't take him. Andrew Booth and then Bo Maffa. So that's round one of this mock. Let's go ahead and go to round two. Let's talk about round two and look at some of the landing spots that we have in uh, round two of this mock. So Detroit at the top of the second. George Pickens off of the board. And then Brees Hall to the Jets. So let's just right here. So look at this cluster. George Pickens and then Brees Hall as uh, RB1 to the Jets off of the board. Rest in peace, Michael Carter. It's Brees Hall time in New York. And I think this is probably a realistic landing spot. Brees Hall coming off of the board early, early in the second round. You know, a lot of NFL teams aren't taking any running backs in the first round. If there's going to be a first round running back, it will be Brees Hall. But in this mock, high day two draft capital, high round two draft capital. The second is the new first. Brees Hall to the Jets absolutely nukes your Michael Carter shares. We scroll down a little bit, and there goes your second running back off of the board. Kenneth Walker to the Houston Texans. A lot of smoke around Houston going running back. So there goes your RB1 and RB2 off of the board. Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker the third to the Houston Texans. Both really good landing spots. And look at this. Greg Dolchitz. Let's not overlook this. He's tied in one off of the board, and that's, I think he's starting to get more and more smoke around his name as the tight end one off of the board. No Trey McBride. We saw what Jalen Weidermeyer did at his pro day. Greg Dolchitz off the board to Minnesota at 46. A little concerning for the Irv Smith truthers out there. The Saints go wide receiver, and they take Jahan Dotson with the top 50 pick. I, I actually like this fit a lot for Jahan Dotson paired with Alvin Kamara, yeah. Michael Thomas, and Jameis Winston. This is actually a really good fit. We have not seen this. I really like this mock, man. We haven't seen a lot of these landing spots yet, so I'm a big fan of Jahan Dotson at pick 49 to the Saints. We go down a little bit, and boom, we get two wide receivers back-to-back. Pittsburgh goes with Christian Watson, and then the Packers double-tap receiver. They go back to the wide receiver realm. Sky Moore, love it. Love, love, love the fit of Sky Moore in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Um... Yes, Christian Watson, the athletic freak to the Pittsburgh. You can't overlook that. But damn it, Scott. Honestly, Sky Moore in Green Bay or Traylon Burks in Green Bay? Just 
Player skill set fit. Has to be. Has Man. to be. He's a better route runner, better accelerator off the line. He'll get open faster. I think it's just, again, Rodgers wants to get the ball out quick. Traylon could be that, but he won't be that right away. And so if you're just comparing the two off the jump, you have to go that way. But then you talk about Christian Watson. What are they just drafting Chase Claypool again in the second round? Is that, yeah. is that where we're going with Pittsburgh? Yeah. It's just taking another big athletic freak that they can hopefully yeah. mold to be their next X receiver. Maybe. Um, Maybe it know. signifies they won't pay Deontay Johnson. Maybe they're like, we're not going to pay Deontay oh, Johnson for sure. $30 million but What's interesting is that it's a different archetype, right? It's it's a different archetype of receiver. He's he, yeah. I think, you know, because Chase Claypool only has, what, two more years left on his contract? So maybe they're that, slowly yeah. making that transition. But, um, yeah, it's it's interesting to yeah. see them kind of yeah. go that same mold, which is, but again, maybe it's, that's it's what it is fit, for sure. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're like, we're not going to pay. We're going to pay Deontay. We're not going to play Chase Claypool. They didn't pay Juju. Um, you know, yeah. maybe that's what it signifies. But there you go. Two wide receivers off of the board there. We scroll down a little bit more because we get the Chiefs going running back. And they go James Cook in this mock. James Cook to Kansas City. We'll talk about that in a second. We get another tight end off of the board, not named Trey McBride. Jelani Woods, the big athletic tight end out of VTech to the Cincinnati Bengals in round two so not a ton of fantasy relevant guys here in round two jay but we will just keep uh, well let's talk james cook real quick james cook to kansas city what are your thoughts expectations james cook goes to kansas city i think expectations are minimal just based off of kind of what we know about him and and all the guys there but it would get people hyped right like he'd probably be what a top 18 top 20 probably yeah. even higher than that honestly uh, because, he'd be first again, round he's pick. got people, the receiving chops really people are pushing up. Not. people people not. he but james cook to kansas city in round two people would draft him in round one of rookie drafts he'd go at the back of the first <laughs> man we'll see they we're gonna do a would. mock we're gonna do a mock with these landing spots we'll see yeah, and the thing is, is, is if if he can actually get the receiving down role in Kansas City, it would be a very fruitful role, right? To where he could be the James White in Kansas City, and that would be an awesome spot. I just, I don't know if he can actually do that and command that target share and that role. But it's interesting. Top 60, didn't expect it. You know, like you said, Zeus White, Brian Robinson, kind of expect them to go ahead of James Cook, but it's not looking that way. You know, we may see something different. So we did see, and let's real quick, because it was way at the beginning, but we had Kenny Walker to the Texans. We also had Brees to the Jets. But up here at the top of the second, the Lions with GP. GP, Malik Willis, Amon Ra, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. That's a nice, that's a nice receiving core, man. Like They I think complement this each is, other very well. Very, they, very well. They all like complement the each, each other. other. Very well, man. You get pickings to stretch the field as that X, Amon Ra, as your flanker Z, you know, you've got DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. You still have, I mean, they got DJ Chark for a year. We'll see yeah. if they sign him to a long-term deal. But um, I think this would allow Pickens to kind of grow into his role in Detroit. And I think that's a hell of a receiving core for the next, you know, Malik Willis, George Pickens, Amon Ross St. Brown, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Not bad. With that offensive line, that's that's good work by the Lions, man. I'm liking what they're what they're doing. Um, and again, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, the two round two running backs. I plugged that into my model. Those are your RB1s and RB2s off of the board. All right, round three. Let's go round three. I got to pause this because this shit's going to start playing. There we go. Isaiah Likely off. Oh, that's round four. My bad. 
That's round four. That's round four too. Hold on, round you three. You good? You good? Where's round three at? Yeah, I was gonna say that shit jumped from sixty to a hundred. Like the math wasn't right, bro. All right, John Mechie off of the board to Jacksonville. There goes Trey McBride yep. there to uh, the Giants. Houston Texans take Calvin Austin in this mock. David Bell. Not all hope is lost for David Bell coming off the board to Chicago at seventy-one. Seeing his name paired to Chicago quite a bit. Um. Third round draft capital. Allen Robinson replacement, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that exactly, exactly. Carson Strong to the Colts. Like the fit. Sit behind Matt Ryan. Sit behind Matt Ryan. I'm not even showing the damn mock, Jay. I'm not even showing the goddamn mock. There we go. Carson Strong to the to the to the Colts. I like that, right? Sit behind Matty Ice for a year. What else do we have? What else do we have in this mock? Charlie Kohler. No thank you to the Falcons. He's big and he's slow. Don't want him. Uh, what else do we have in this mock? Oh, let's get down to it. There it is. Kansas City. Another wide receiver. Wondell Robinson. Top 100 pick. They're just retooling the complete receiving core. They know MVS isn't the guy. They know they're not going to sign Juju long-term. They just need a stopgap yep. for the year. So they go J-Mo, come back with Wondell Robinson at pick 94. Bye-bye, Nicole Hardman. We got Rashad White to the Denver Broncos to be the backup running back for Javonta Williams. If they don't bring back Melvin Gordon, it's not going to be Mike Boone. they got to find a backup running back. And I think Rashad White actually complements uh, Javonta Williams quite well with Russell Wilson. I like that spot. Day three, day two draft capital for Rashad White to Denver. He's not going to be a starting guy. And I think this is probably more representative of the draft capital that he's going to get. Everything that I'm hearing is probably a late three, uh, early day, a late third round, early day three kind of guy for Rashad White. So this would actually be really good draft capital. You get Grant Calcaterra off of the board at 97, tight end, really high on him coming out of Oklahoma, transfers to SMU, but the Lions take him with the top 100 pick. And I love these two spots right here. Compensatory selections, the Saints go Zamir White. Love it, love it, love it, love it in New Orleans for Zamir White. And the Cleveland Browns get a wide receiver in Jalen Tolbert to groom with Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, at pick 99 with Deshaun Watson. There goes your third round. Uh, and then we got Khalil Shakur, uh, excuse me, Khalil Shakir here at New England. They finally select a wide receiver, 103 off of the board towards the back of the third round. Jay, third round landing spots that you absolutely loved in this, in this mock. It's Zeus White, um, and I don't think it's very close. I've been talking about how I've been wanting Tyler Algier, you know, early in the process to go to the New Orleans Saints because they are a team that runs a two-back system, and they run it successfully unlike some other teams. So I think Zeus White would be a great pick there. You know, Alvin Kamara is still the bell cow, but he doesn't have to be the bell cow. You can have a guy come in and be a one-two grinder, will score a lot of touchdowns, get a lot of opportunity, and be useful for fantasy without taking away too much from Kamara in the receiving game. So I think it's a great fit. Um, it's one of my favorite picks. And then the Wandell Robinson pick, if that yeah. happens, honestly, like, do do not pick him. Like, I, I don't I don't believe <laughs> it's a good fit at all. What they're trying to do is, if for people who aren't familiar now, Ray, you'll remember because this player was dynamic in college. It reminds me of when they drafted D'Anthony Thomas. D'Anthony Thomas out of Oregon, super dynamic player, kind of a gadgety guy, undersized. He actually just signed to the CFL. Shout out the BC Lions for signing him today. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. Yep. It reminds me of that pick a lot. He's a smaller guy, shifty, quick, great in college. Um, not necessarily great in the NFL, and I just I don't think the outlook is what people will expect when they draft him. You know, he'll be drafted like high second just because he's in Kansas City. I think that'd be a big mistake for a lot of people. 
We got our boy Cody Carpentier in the building. Uh, he said he's got Brian Robinson going at that 98 spot to New Orleans. Yeah. B-Rob or Zamir, I would love both of those fits. Jay, I don't know if you got to see me and Jesse Reeves, man. Jesse Reeves, for those of y'all who are new to the fantasy space, Jesse Reeves, Jesse Reeves is an OG. Jesse Reeves is a data OG. Um, and we were talking about B-Rob and his fit to uh, the L.A. Chargers and how good of a fit that would okay. be as a compliment yeah. to Austin Eckler. Um, if the Saints went with uh, B-Rob there in the third, I'd love it as well. So uh, I, I think based on that, so that's day two draft capital. Let's just real quick, the running backs that got day two, dra day two draft capital, uh, day one, day two draft capital, Brees, K-9, uh, Rashad White, Zamir White, James Cook. Those are your. Those would be the five, based on my model. I think you plug those in. Your RB one, no doubt, is going to be Brees, Kenneth Walker, and I do believe that Zamir White, given third round draft capital, would bump him up. I think he'd be close to RB three. I still think Rashad White would have him based on the film grade. Um, but those would yeah. probably be your top four running backs for rookie draft purposes. Let's finish this up and look at round four. There we go. I got it on the screen now. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars take Isaiah Likely as the tight end. I believe this is tight end five off of the board. Isaiah, uh, actually tight end six because Jelani Woods, Grant Calcaterra in this mock as well. We've got Isaiah Likely to Jacksonville. Uh, Justin Ross to Baltimore. Even though it's a fourth-round pick, I like it. Uh, it's, a, it's a good spot for him to develop. I know that it's not a lot of pass volume there, but from an NFL standpoint, I like the fit in Baltimore for fantasy purposes. Uh, probably not enough to go around with Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, and Hollywood Brown. So that would suck for uh, Justin Ross from a, from a fantasy Murray, perspective. look at that, though. Um, Kobe Bryant to the Jets. So you get the Cincinnati duo in New York, which uh, I yeah. think is really interesting yeah. that they did that, yeah. Well, the Jets have been doing some good stuff in the offseason, and they got to defend. They got to defend Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So Kobe Bryant saw him at the Senior Bowl, wasn't as impressed. But you know, the the good thing about this is I think Robert Sala got to see him there as well. So this would make a lot of sense. Got to coach him up, or at least be around him at the Senior Bowl. Um, and yeah, shoring up that secondary. Go, there goes Jake Ferguson, tight end out of Wisconsin. He feels like a Denver. He just feels like a damn Denver Broncos. So that makes sense. Look at this one. Tampa Bay with Pierre Strong in the fourth round, running back out of South Dakota State, ran a 4-3 at the Combine, ultra-productive running back, a little bit older, but Tampa Bay using uh, their early fourth-round pick on a running back in Pierre Strong. All right, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Vellis Jones, been a big riser from the Senior Bowl. Vellis Jones, the Indianapolis Colts. Bailey Zappi, quarterback out of Western Kentucky, goes to Philadelphia in round oh, no. four. Baylor Zappi. Uh-oh. Let the Hurts and Zappi. Uh, oh, God. Did you see who? Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. Thompson. To the Raiders. Dear God. Skyler. Let me just say this. Legend Skyler let Thompson. Me, let me just say this. If Skyler Thompson gets drafted in the fourth round, stay far, far away from Skyler Thompson. I don't give a damn about value. Stay away. It's, it's only karma. It's going to happen. But our boy... Our wide receiver that we have stamped, Antoine oh, no. Pierce, to the Dallas Cowboys, the great white hope, let's Antoine go. Pierce, let's go, baby, to the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, nothing more what a I good want. Fit. What a, it's a good fit. You get it you is. get this athletic freak, uh, Antoine, to Dallas here at pick 129 in the fourth round. Listen, I like it. I'd be happy that if the Dallas Cowboys went ahead and pulled this off. Now we're getting some fun, interesting landing spots for some running backs. So Buffalo, y'all want them to take a running back, 
everybody. Here's the thing. Here's the issue with the fantasy community. We all think all these NFL teams are going to fucking draft running backs in round one. Uh, I, this mock is shit. No running backs in round one. Uh, it's, it's, they're probably going to go off the board round four, round five. So Jerome Ford to Buffalo here at pick 130, followed up by what I, I love it, Brian Robinson. I'd like to see him get day two draft capital, uh, but Tennessee takes Brian Robinson at 131. Ford, Robinson off of the board in the mid-fourth round. And then we also have, let's scroll down a little bit, another running back, Tyler Goodson off the board to Baltimore. Okay. I don't, I'm not a fan of Tyler Goodson, but there goes your fourth round. We got about four running backs off of the board. We got the great White Hope and Antoine Pierce off the board to Dallas. And uh, we had a couple of QBs hit off of the board in round four. Favorite pick in round four, Jay, for fantasy purposes? I think it would have to be Jerome Ford, um, just because of what he could potentially be in Buffalo. Like, again, do we want to go after Vilas Jones? I really like that John Mechie pick. You just skipped, okay. you skipped over John Mechie in the third, but I really like the fit, right, in Jacksonville. I think he could be a guy that Trevor Lawrence really relies on. You know, John Mechie doesn't really project as a X receiver in the NFL, yep. but we know that Trevor Lawrence had a lot of his success throwing the slot receivers. John Mechie, a super productive slot receiver at Alabama. So I really like the fit. You know, he is coming off an ACL injury as well, just like Jamison Williams. Not as high of a prospect. But again, I think it's a great fit with Trevor Lawrence in that offense. But we'll see. In the fourth round, I didn't see a ton that I liked. I don't know if anything that you liked. You know, the Alec Pierce fit was fun, and and it was a good fit. I think he replaced Cedric Wilson really nicely. Yeah. I think Jerome Ford would be a good fit in Buffalo. I think he can do a lot of things that they need on offense because – He's fe- like he's got the speed and he's big. They got a slow Devin Singletary and they got a slow Zach Moss. And while you know I like Devin Singletary, he's super productive in college. I think Jerome Ford's a better running back. I think he could do more in that offense. So I think even as a fourth rounder, he's got a shot to beat out those guys just from a talent perspective. Outside of that, though, I, again, it, it's it's the fourth round. You know, everyone gets excited about all these prospects and you hope. But did we did am I miss did we did we see Isaiah Spiller go off the board? We did, did, did we, not. No? We you we did, did not. not. Your eyes did not deceive you. Some players oh. that I was waiting for, we did not. We did not. Did not. Did not see one spiller off of the board. And if he does not, if he doesn't get drafted on day two, with no Isaiah Spiller, no Kyron Williams, uh, who are some of these other players we keep talking? No Damian Pierce. I didn't see any yeah. of those guys come off the board at the running back position. Not one of them. Zero. We saw Pierre Strong. We saw, God forbid, Tyler Goodson get drafted ahead of him. I am just, I'm not in. I don't, I'm not a fan. Tyler Goodson just don't like it. The film grade was low. If he, if these guys don't go, they're just dart throws at that point. They're not a top 24 pick in rookie drafts. Go to round three, round four, wait for him to go there. And everybody in the chat says if the Cowboys do take do take uh, Alec Pierce, then I must get a jersey. I will 100%. Cowboys oh, 100%. get Antoine Pierce, I'm, I'm getting a jersey. I'm wearing it for a week straight. Reverse, like old school, early 2000s, where the name is on the front of the Name dress. on the I'm front. Wearing, yeah, name on the front. I'm wearing that shit every day. But I, 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 I enjoyed this one. This is, I like seeing stuff that is not cookie cutter, just giving us the, the recycled Mel Kuyper mock. Like that let's, like, prepare for it. You know, these teams need quarterbacks. We're probably going to see them go earlier than we... Here, here's how the quarterback situation is going to play out. Either they're all going to go a lot earlier than we thought or none of them are going to go at all. 
They're just all going to go 100%. mad late. They're, it's it's there's gonna they're not going to be any happy medium because once one team trades up to get a quarterback, then they're like the other ones are like fuck it, we got to go get one too. They're either all going to go early or they're all going to go like second round, and then it's just going to screw everything up that direction. Like now, what do you do? They're all second round picks. What do you do? So I think this was a good exercise to kind of talk about what would happen if this were to play out, and we are going to follow this up. Using these landing spots in draft capital with a, a, a rookie mock. And when is that coming to us? When are we doing the rookie mock based Thursday. on these landing spots? Thursday. So we will work with that uh, with the Destination Debbie Patreons, patreon.com forward slash all gas. We will do that based on these landing spots. And we will discuss the rookie draft landing spots, the mock on this Thursday. But thank you. Shout out to uh, Chad Reuter and NFL for uh for using this we'll put the link to this mock in the description below give all the credit to those good content creators out there anything else you want to finish up with jay before we get out of here i kind of like um uh, real quick pierre strong to tampa bay behind Lennon. we know Lena Leonard fournette signed back he's going to be the back for the next two to three years but do, would you have any interest in 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 pierre strong early if uh he gets that you know early round four draft capital uh, a little, I guess. I, okay. I mean, again, third round, fourth round. Like, I think in some of my leagues where people have never heard of him, because like even yeah. you can't. When Ray G can't find tape on you, yeah, man, you're a hard. sleeper, right? Like, no matter yeah. where you get drafted, even in Tampa Bay, I don't think people would be on him that much, because you know you can't really see him. You don't really know what his ability is. You just know that he's fast, looked pretty good. But a lot of guys look fast and look pretty good. So we'll see. But I don't, I don't hate it. Again, Lombardi Lenny is going to be there, and I, I'm, I'm excited because I got a bunch of. Him in Dynasty, so I'm happy. But uh, yeah, for me, it's it's Zamir White. Zamir White in New Orleans is like a dream fit for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, I think it's a great fit for the offense and for Zamir White. <laughs> that would be my top pick for sure. Patriots yeah. trade down and take someone I've never heard of. Seems like a real mock to me. Uh, Khalil Shakir is nice, man. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's wide receiver one. He's wide not receiver the answer, two. but he's no. He's fine. He's nice. At least they yeah. didn't take him in the first round, and he busted. That's that's all I'm happy about. Cody Third says, round receiver, take as many as you want." Cody says, "If Spiller falls out of oh, Cody, I can plug it in right now. If he falls out of it, screw out of round four, Cody. If he goes in round four, I mean, once I plug it in, it's going to spit out a number that it's going to push him down lower. RB seven, quite a bit, yeah." RB eight probably. Don't, I don't think it'll be that bad. I think it'd okay. probably be. I think he'd probably fall around RB five, RB six. Six. But the problem okay. is, is like, are we even confident with that given yeah. the draft capital? That's I that's mean, the issue, right? The, 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 the rank will be what it is, but then you work within the yeah. tier as well. I think the historical hit rate. Let's just. This is a good way to go out. Let's. This is a good way to go out. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna give y'all the uh, the film grade thing right now, and just let y'all know the historical hit rate. On those players who go, and we kind of talked about it last week, when you're drafted in round four at the running back position, that's just not what you want. So here we go. I got the uh, I got the grade up. I can't share the screen, dog, because I can't. This is you know this is the uh, this is this is the, the the meat and potatoes. All right. So you're talking about top six running back. If you want a top six running back in fantasy, the hit rate for top six seasons for running backs that are drafted round four four point nine percent. Those Round four, 4.9%. Round five, five, four. Round six, zero percent. Round seven, 1.9% for top six running backs. Top 12 seasons, top 12 season finishes for running backs drafted in round four, 11.5%. 
10.8% in round five, 3.7% in round six, and 7.4% in round seven. When you look at round three and up, all of that is higher than 24%. 24% in round three, 28%, uh, you know, top 12 seasons in round two, and then 59% if you're drafted in round one. And then top 24 season finishes for your running back position, round three, 48%, round two, 59%, round one, 82%. Round four, you got 21%. Round five, 24%. Round six, 11%. And round seven, 9%. So if you're drafting in round four, round five, got a good shot to be, you got a better than 20% chance to be a top 24 running back, but you've got a less than 12% chance to ever finish as a top 12 running back. So to answer your question, Cody, if he falls in round four, he's going to fall, man. He's going to fall quite a bit. If he goes in round five or later, I mean, I... Coin flip, right? Just take them late and see what happens, man. It's probably not going to be good for any of those running backs drafted round four and below. You're just praying you get an Elijah Mitchell type situation. So, yeah, man, that's just what it boils down to. That's the draft capital is huge, and that's the hit rate data on those positions. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Oh, and there was a super chat. Somebody said we missed the super chat question. We cannot do that. I cannot get out of here without hitting the super chat question. Jay, did you see it? Did you did you did you pay attention to it as I was, you know, captaining? Yeah, the, it was. Uh, the um, ship it here? was about it was about Marvel, and it was I think Civil oh. War versus Iron Man. I think it was Iron Man versus uh, Captain America. Something. Oh, here we go. I, because here we go. I don't know the situation. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I got, I got I got I got you covered here. Yeah, super chat question, and we're, we're definitely getting this before we get out of here. In Civil War, Team Iron Man or Team Cap? Oh, this is a good one. I love Captain America, but I think I was more Team Iron Man in that situation. I do believe in Civil War, the face-off between Iron Man and Cap, I believe I was more Team Iron Man than I was Team Cap. But my wife asked me last night, she's like, who's your favorite Marvel character Avenger? It's got to be it's got to be between Captain America and T'Challa, the Black Panther, man. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But I think in Civil War, I was more Team Iron Man than I was Team Captain America. But I appreciate y'all. Jay, we appreciate them tapping in on this fine Monday. We got a full slate yes, of shit lined up this week. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow is oh top ten dynasty running backs. So ooh, ooh. we will see some. We might see a spicy Brees Hall ranking tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we gotta we gotta work through the tiers. We gotta figure it out. But uh, top ten dynasty running backs tomorrow. Wednesday we're doing dynasty buy lows, and then Thursday is our mock draft show. Probably be three to four rounds. Probably I'd say pretty pretty deep, and we'll we'll dive into it based again off the information that we have from this mock draft that we did today. Jasmine, hit me up. You and Joe, hit me up on Twitter. We're going to get y'all into the Marvel Universe. Let's go. We Y'all talking about y'all ain't never seen them, calling us Marvel nerds. Joe and Jazz, the two divas of Destination Debbie who come in here and just raise hell in the chats. Holla at your boy GQ. We got to get you locked and loaded on the Marvel wave. Uh, Cody Carpentier, appreciate you, big dog. I think Cody released the mock as well. We may have to tap into old Cody's mock, see what old Carpentier is doing over there at Player Profiler in Roto Underworld. Appreciate all of y'all being in today. We'll be back tomorrow. Top 10 Dynasty running backs. We out of this thing. We love you. Have a great week. Peace out.